Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. It is 1234 in Edmonton. We're at... Rogers Place tonight, the Edmonton Oilers and the Buffalo Sabres. Jeez, I thought he was coming in this weekend, but maybe it's next week. John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers momentarily will join us, but not before I tell you. The guests on the show uh, received gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to Roos Chris, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Maggie and the staff, Oilers now sent you. We bring aboard John Shannon. John, how you doing? Dare I remind you of our wager last week? It's too soon, my friend. No, it's not. Seven days? Are you kidding me? Seven you t- days? You must have texted me six times during that game. I like winning. <laughs> <laughs> and I can hardly wait to have lunch at Bruce Chris. It'll well, be fantastic. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Oh, man. But you have to pay. You can't use gift cards. What? Oh, yeah. This is a bet. This was not a freebie. Come on. You have to pull out the credit card. They dust it off, you know, get the get the moths out of the wallet, and you have to pay. Oh, man. Kathy was listening right now. <laughs> She's like, the one time Alabama doesn't close out a game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> close out? Close they out. They were never in it. They were never in it. Oh, they were in it. Come on. They Come were in on. it. You know, you know what? That's why Nick they Saban can't, Nick Saban can't play from behind. He's not the perfect coach. When when was the last time he was behind? <laughs> Monday. <laughs> All right. Well, the Stafford credit card has been approved for uh, a a post game uh, steak and salad uh, one of these days. No, no. You know, you, you, Bob, guys our age, we can't eat that late at night. It has to be a lunch. Oh, that that, that that would explain the uh, the, yeah, cur- the current yeah. frame I'm carrying. Hey, uh, all right, John. Well, thank you for bringing that up. Um, well, you're, you're welcome, because I've had lots of people at Edmonton say, "Hey, it, make sure make sure stop for pays." Well, at least at least we know people are listening. That's true. Like forty plus thousand a day, but that's okay. You know, that's uh, we got a passionate fan base, and that's where we're going to go next, John. The heat's on. It's a passion. Uh, it's a passion. And it's, it's uh, I mean, you of all people get it, given the various roles you've played over the years. Yeah. Uh, this is a hockey-mad market. I mean, right now down in Alabama, they're sitting there going, really, Steve Sarkeesian, haven't we gone down this role? Uh, you know, the former <laughs> head coach at USC who got fired, you know, he was in as a, uh, whatever they call it, when, when you're not a coach, but you're sort of a, an evaluator for the program. He's resurfaced as Alabama's offensive coordinator. And on Alabama Sports Talk Radio right now, in that state, that's they're talking about that, not the Birmingham Bulls. And in Edmonton, it's nonstop Oilers talk. Ryan Rashog yep. putting a tweet out saying that the Oilers are uh, got the full court press on to add some help up front and forward. I know I put something out about 10 days ago about being prepared to trade the first-round pick 
and you disagree with me on that, uh, I would do it for a player with term. Okay, term, that's the key. Uh, you got to get something good coming back. But uh, I know you have contacts in the Oilers organization. Uh, this this is a team that wants to get in the playoffs. And may I add, it's not like the five or six teams they're competing a bit, uh, with against are knocking it out of the park. I mean, the Ducks have won. They haven't won in 11 games. They've got yeah. four over. They just traded Cogliano today for Devin Shore. I mean, Cogliano was uh, a gutsy character player for them, good player. Um Minnesota, Bruce Boudreaux, there's people that think he might be in trouble there. Yeah. You know, call here's around. the thing, Bob. Yep. Here's, here's the thing. Um, I, I think there's a lot of teams in that Western Conference down uh, in that 8, 9, 10 spot that are waiting for the All-Star break. If you look at Vancouver, and, and, and don't laugh, I think Vancouver is probably in better shape than most of the teams, even though they played more games. They have five more games on a home stand before the All-Star break. Yep. And if they keep winning, and if they basically play the same teams that the Oilers do, if they keep winning without Pedersen, then that will allow them to have Pedersen rest and come back that first week in February. And then all bets are off because the Canucks' uh, home schedule is so positive that they're going to become a factor in this. Um uh, and I think Edmonton's in the same boat when you think of uh, of this homestand and the, the the five of six left that are at home. And I think the measure is not now. I don't think the measure is uh, Thursday. I think the measure is where is this team after the Detroit game on the 22nd and what they do at the break. And I think that's, that to me is the measuring step, the key, uh, and a lot of decisions will be made there. How high do those decisions go, John? I don't know. That's a that, you know that's a really good question, uh, and I think if you talk to different people within the organization, you'll get a different answer. Uh, you, you know that you know whether it's changes off ice, whether it's changes on ice. Uh, I think that they're probably leaning more to more on ice changes first. But I, I, I would I would think that it's it's a reality that uh, that there are certain situations that might convince people that off ice changes need to be made as well. John Shannon joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Uh, well, I, I I don't even need to read you the text. You know exactly what the fans are saying, right? Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, there's, go ahead. <laughs> don't read them. <laughs> don't don't read them. <laughs> no, because we all we all know what people are thinking. You know, and and the, the the one the one thing that is different from a from a fan is how an organization manages through difficult times. And at what point are we talking patience or what point are we not talking patience? And is this the time? And, and, and I, I, the reason I pick next week is this is a homestand. This is, a, in theory, this without cleft bomb, this is a team that's getting a little healthier. Yes. Uh, and, and, they, and they're also playing competition uh, that isn't the elite of the National Hockey League. The, the one thing I would say is uh, don't, don't take tonight lightly. The Buffalo Sabres are on the verge of becoming the elite of the National Hockey League. Jack Eichel is the real deal. He's back. This will be his third game since coming back from injury. He'll be healthier than he was that first or second game. Um, Jeff Skinner is as hot as anybody in the National Hockey League. Rasmus Dahlin has played well. Uh, Rasmus Ristolainen has played well. And their goaltending has held up. So, this is not a team to be taken lightly. This is not a team that you say, well, they're out of the playoffs and they're not any good. 
This is one of the this this tonight might be the best measuring stick of all the games that the Oilers play before the All Star break. Well, they do play Calgary. Yeah, that's the one game that I'm kind of. Uh, I mean, let's face it. If you had a, if you had if you had to wager, Oilers Flames right now, you have to pick the Flames to win the game. You know, if, if, if and if that was the only game that the, the Oilers lost between now and then, then I think you'd be okay. Now, I had them beating Arizona, though. Now, I had them. I, I didn't have them flat as a pancake in the third period. Seven regulars were out of the lineup uh, in that game for Arizona, but Arizona was quicker on pucks. They outshot the Oilers again. John, uh, and, and, you know, there's lots of things going on here. Um, I, I don't want to make excuses because we're beyond the stage of excuses. But in the nine previous games before Oscar Clefbaum's injury, though many of them were only marginally, the Oilers outshot the opposition of, in eight of nine games. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Edmonton went through a stretch where they were 9-2-2 two, and two with Ken Hitchcock to start. And, and it's funny, John, in this market, I don't know how much time or credence you give the analytics guys, but for four years the analytics guys have been saying, you know what, Oscar Clefbaum's a pretty good defenseman. And I think we've just found out, you know, and Clefbaum played hurt much of last year, and that affected the team, and then he got shut down late. But, John, the orders were 17-12-2 with Clefbaum in. They're 4-9-1 yeah. since he's been out. Yeah. They were giving up 2.90 goals against. Now, since he's been out, they're 3.78. So, so based on that, and this is where it goes, it goes back to patience, Bob. Yes. Um, you can't blame Peter Shirelli for Clefbaum's pinky finger. Uh, you can credit Peter Shirelli for signing him to a long-term deal. Uh, you you know and I know the one guy that has uh, absolutely enjoyed Clefbaum's play is Ken Hitchcock. You know, and I mean I know privately he's told people that the two people we could ill afford to lose all season long were Connor McDavid and Oscar Clefbaum. Well, you know what? He's one for two right now. Yeah. So so from that perspective, I don't think anybody any I, I don't anybody doubts how valuable Clefbaum has been and is to the Edmonton Oilers. But every team has injuries, and it's how teams fight through adversity is how, it, uh, how, how uh, pedigree is measured. And that, to me, is something uh, that I, I think that is, you know, whether Hitchcock is still learning that. It's, it's, you know, he hasn't coached 30 games yet, but it's close. Uh, but at the same time, I think that there are, there are situations that you say, hey, listen, where's, we, th- this team needs more character. It needs more speed. It needs more forecheck. It needs more a little bit of everything. And uh, I'd, I'd say it needs more Connor McDavid, but I can't imagine there being more than Connor McDavid than they've seen in the last 20 games. Well, he's only 13 or 14 points ahead of last year's oh, pace, John. He is. He is uh, I, I'm in the midst of uh, writing my annual uh, uh, Power 25, uh, and I just finished Connor's segment last night. And, and uh, uh, unabashedly, he is the most exciting, play, exciting player to watch in the National Hockey League. Uh, and he makes Edmonton Oilers hockey games worthwhile watching. Um but in the end, he can't do it alone. And I mean, and, I, and I, that's not slighting Leon, who's been pretty good, uh, but he's not at Connor's level. Not a lot of players are. John Shannon nope. joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. John, the other thing that happens, and, and I mean this with all sincerity because I lived it, okay? When the Edmonton Oilers had Taylor Hall and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Jordan Everly, they didn't get the A game from other teams, okay? 
there were nights when teams didn't bring it against Edmonton. The Oilers, you know, they scored 17 goals in two home games against Chicago one year, right? Because yep. the, the teams were dismissive of Edmonton. Yeah. Well, you can't be dismissive with the Connor right. lineup, and, and even you it, and you can't be you can't be dismissive of that facility. I mean, I mean, listen, the the, the Edmonton Oilers, in so many ways, on so many levels, have become one of the elite teams in the NHL. Unfortunately, it doesn't reflect in their in their record, but it does. You know, with Connor's play and yeah. with with Rogers' place as beautiful as it is, it does become something that people want to perform in. Hmm. Interesting, because where I'm going with this is, like, I look at Calgary, and Calgary's got a hell of a team, and they're really deep, and they're a way better team on paper than they were a year ago. And yeah. and and I think that they don't get the A focus all the time. I think that'll 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 happen next year when people come to realize the Calgary Flames right now are one of the five or six best teams in the NHL. And the year the Oilers finished eighth overall. They weren't that team until the final quarter of the year. The Flames yeah. are there right now. But I do think one of the things that works against Edmonton is because they have McDavid, they don't get free passes from opposition teams. And, nope. they're, and they're, the Oilers roster in its current configuration, especially with the cleft bomb injury, uh, is not one... It's one that does need some free passes once in a while. So it's not an excuse. It's just a factor. By the way, just for fans uh, that need a reminder, yes, it was Peter Shirelli in September of 2015, less than two months after taking the job, that signed Clefbaum to the seven-year contract yeah. extension. Yeah. And no, there's always been, you know, um, there's been some questions out there in the marketplace, but the guys that really run the numbers – would tell you that Clefbaum and Larson through the first 35 games of this season had, or the first 30 games of this season, had some pretty impressive numbers together. And it's Adam it, Larson is not Adam Larson is not the problem on this team. Right. <laughs> and, and and listen, um, I know people are headhunting for Peter. I do know that, uh, and Peter has not endeared himself to the market very well. That's something that Peter should be aware of. And I, I, you know what? I truly believe he is. Uh, I'm not sure it's in his psyche to be that personable, happy-go-lucky general manager like Kenny Holland, who's in, you know, who has uh, you know, created favors with the media and with fans in Detroit, even though people in Detroit sometimes are calling for his head. Um, you know, it, 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 it's a, if you gave me a list of 10 things to be a general manager in the NHL, how to manage fans and how to manage the media is one of those 10 things. Yep. And that's, that's a deficiency Peter has. Peter has to be better. And I suggested if Peter was better at that, I don't think people would be calling for his head as much as they are now. Well, this isn't Boston. There's, there, you know, no, what? This, this is Canada. This, is, this is Canada. Canada. You know, hey, by the way, just one thing, one thing I, just before we finish the topic of, of other teams, you talked about Calgary. I'm still waiting for Calgary to feel that adversity. You know, every team this year has faced adversity. The Flames have been pretty healthy. Wow. You know, the only adversity they've had is in goal, and David Riddick has, has saved their bacon. Wow, there's a, there's one guy. They lose one guy in the back end. That guy, is Mark Giordano, is a top wow. three. To, he has had an amazing year. John, I'm going to tell you up front, last night, do you know how many forwards had points in last night's victory for Calgary? Uh, I'm going to guess one. No, no, no. They, they, they scored seven goals. Eleven oh, yeah, different. Only one guy oh, yeah. did. Oh, but yeah, you meant only one guy didn't have a point. Yeah. One guy. 
11 yeah. of their 12 forwards had points. That is a deep hockey team. They come at yeah. you in waves. And when you're playing Edmonton, you all right there? You're, you're okay, John? I'm fine. The motorcycle almost drove me over. Okay. okay. When you're playing Edmonton, it's one wave. It's McDavid's line, and then there's yeah. nothing else. And that's part of the challenge. And that's part of the frustration for, for fans in oil country is they're like, you know, how come there's not more support? And that's, you know, and then Ryan Rashog puts a tweet out today. The Oilers got the full court press on. I mean, you and me know they've been looking for a forward for a while. <laughs> so, but. Yes, they, well, they've been looking for a forward longer than they were looking for those defensemen. So. Right. Hard to uh, get. And, 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 and they are. And, and the question becomes is the argument that you and I had one day is uh, are you prepared to give up your first round pick? And I, I, I'm one of those guys that truly believes that first-round picks are untouchable, untouchable, untouchable. If you don't want to have your job too long, you trade your first-round pick. Uh, but I do think that there's a willingness inside the organization to look at moving the second-round pick. Oh, that's, yeah, for sure. You'd move. I, I would move the first-rounder if, if you got a good young wow. forward back that maybe needs a change of pace. Um, we'll see. I don't know how many teams are willing to trade that right now. So I don't think many. John Shannon joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. A couple other stories. Anaheim. Was that a message sent by Bob Murray to his team today? Andrew Cogliano was, uh, you know, played with Kessler and Silverberg. A lot of people thought Silverberg was going to go as UFA. Cogliano just signed a three-year extension there last year. Um, frankly, had he been a free agent, I would have been pushing the Oilers to, to go get no, him. No, stop. You can't go home again, man. You and I, we're having this argument uh, yeah, all the time. I know. It, stop, stop bringing guys back. They didn't win. <laughs> He's a pretty good penalty killer. They had lousy oh. penalty killing last year. He's a committed player that's accepted his role. But t- tell me, I mean, one thing about Anaheim. First of all, I don't think, I don't think Bob's finished. You yeah. know, I mean, you, you mentioned Silverberg. Uh, you wouldn't be surprised if, if we see other deals done. Uh, this is now the second message in 16 hours that Bob has given his yes. players. Yes. Uh, because he's what he's done is uh, he's siding with Randy. He's not going to make the same mistake he made firing Randy the first time. Uh, and that's not to suggest that Brudor was bad. Bruce did a heck of a job there. But what happened was he got ownership pressure and, uh, and thought by getting rid of Randy they would solve all the problems. Well, you know what? They, they've had injury problems too all year. I mean, Corey Perry has played what? Zero games? Have you played a regular season game yet? No, I don't think he has. but with all due respect to Corey Perry, I'm not sure no, he's... But, Dave, but, but I, mean, uh, I mean, Cam Fowler has been out a long period of time. You know, they, they're they're a lot better team than their, than their record. They have the, the most man games lost due to injury this year. Yeah. That's fair. But some of their forwards, I mean, they got two guys that are 33-plus in terms of Patrick Eves and Corey Perry. And Well, well Patrick Eves, uh, other than uh, when he first came over, has never really been a factor for the Ducks. I tell you what, I'd have Ryan Guestlife on my team anytime. Oh, 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 go up the lip. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, you know, I always take a risk every once in a while, Bob. You know that. Yeah, like when you took Clemson against Alabama. I had no choice. There was only two teams, and you wanted the you wanted the tide. <laughs> well, I, I I have been approved. And you lost. By yeah. the way, I like that's how I like I like my steak like that crimson red inside. So it'll be great. <laughs> John, great stuff. Thanks as always for your time. Have a good night. Enjoy the Buffalo Sabres. I hope so. That is John. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers. It is 12.53 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan and Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. It's 12.56 uh, in Edmonton. I just wanted to mention the voice that you would have heard uh, on 6.30 Chad over the last several years on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Uh, CHQR talk show host Peter Watts, uh, host of Alberta Morning News, taken into hospital mid-December. He was fighting a blood infection. He was released from ICU at one point, but took uh, a turn for the worse last week. He is now in a medically induced coma, and according to uh, Global out of Calgary, his family has been advised that he's not expected to recover. Uh, he was a well-known uh, sports personality. I actually did uh, Funk Gordon's stats with Peter Watts going back 20 to 25 years ago with uh, TSN. He was uh, is a very nice man, so our hearts uh, go out to him. It's a tough, tough situation. He was a graduate at Queens, where he would have come across a guy by the name of Harold Rusin, who some of you would be familiar with at Edmonton. Uh, Harold Rusin at one time was the president of WIC, which was the parent company of both 630 Chad and uh, uh, what is now, or what was then ITV. So, uh, tough, tough news on that front. Terrific guy, Peter Watts. And again, doesn't uh, uh, not a good situation, obviously. Bob Stoffer with you. Do you want to mention? Oilers fans, you can join us on a great Oilers road trip to Nashville to see the Oilers play in one of the most exciting arenas in the league. We've only got a couple spots left. This Oilers Now package includes airfare, hotel accommodation, great all-inclusive game tickets, including uh, food and beverage in Nashville, all your transportation, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests, plus parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Space is limited to get on this terrific road trip to Nashville. For the Oilers Now roadies, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at NewWestTravel.com. Cassandra Jodwan coming up next with a global news weather traffic update. Rob Ray from the Buffalo Sabres television broadcast when we return in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.